What's good, everybody? Ace of All Trades here. Appreciate you guys for coming through. Welcome to another episode of the Gamer Flex Podcast, a podcast where you can be able to enjoy your favorite video games, but also take your health and fitness as a priority as well. Welcome. This is episode 19. Appreciate you guys. We are ever growing i really appreciate the continued support so shout out to all you guys that are currently listening to me on your favorite podcast platform as always do me a huge favor and be sure to rate the podcast as it really does help the uh, podcast grow and the brand of gamer flex and i really do appreciate it and shout out to everybody that has followed me over on ig at ace of all trades that uh hit the hashtag GamerFlex check-in and GamerFlex podcast or tags me in any of your type of uh, workouts. I really do appreciate it. And I think that's really cool. And, um, you know, even if it's just one person, uh, I I appreciate that what I'm saying and what I do on IG and what I do on the podcast really helps inspire people to want to, you know, do better instead of just, you know, not taking their fitness as, uh, as a priority. And I really appreciate it. So thank you. So if you're not following me, be sure to follow me over on IG. I do a lot of my GamerFlex check-ins there. You'll see it sometimes maybe on Twitter every now and then. But predominantly, I post a lot of my workout videos and different type of workouts and whatnot over on IG. And I have it on, specifically under my IG stories uh, titled Fitness. So if you just select that, you'll see a whole bunch of different workouts that I've done in the past. So And I'll continue to get better with that. So yeah. Shout out to all y'all. Really do appreciate it. Um, getting back into motion of things just because um, I'm really busy with work. You know, I've been traveling and everything. I told you guys that earlier in the last podcast we talked about. If you haven't, take a look at it. There's a playlist down below uh, in the information area of all your podcast platforms um, where we talked about for fitness-wise how it can be rather difficult when you're mentally drained and you're physically drained and you're traveling and trying to be, uh, trying to be physically fit. And, you know, we went over some different workouts, too, that you could do at the hotel if because the majority of the hotels around the uh, around the, the world, specifically in the U.S., they don't always have like a lot of um, dumbbells. They don't necessarily have a lot of weights there at all. Most of your typical uh, gyms at hotels, depending on the, you know, the rating, of course, too, is a treadmill, a bike, a yoga mat. And possibly a medicine ball um, and then that's it that's really it now if you get dumbbells and all that oh you're you, you you got lucky you hit the jackpot if you got elliptical there yeah you're in you're in good standing but to be honest with you you really don't need anything you can actually use your own body weight but um yeah we talked about that on the last podcast you want to check out some tips there be sure to let me know appreciate it we should be having another person maybe in like the next five to ten episodes i'll bring somebody else in on the podcast you know i definitely want to space them out so far we've had um tbh and then we've had the homie homie paris uh, uh which you know check out gamer tag radio uh cool real cool dude uh yeah he he dropped a lot of gems y'all that's definitely a podcast uh episode to listen to It's down a link down below but let's go ahead and get to it so we're gonna go ahead and stop start first with everything on twitch with me finally being back home, I finally had the opportunity to start streaming again. And I love it. I missed it. I missed it a lot. I'm not going to lie. All I did literally while I was traveling was go to work at odd hours of the day because I was on a pro- deployed on a project. Those that don't know, I work in information technology or IT for short. And I was on a deployment as a lead IT analyst and I worked these crazy hours. There were times where I was working from 3 to 3 in the morning. So... I would either do my gym early in the morning or I would do my gym when I get home, just depending on, you know, I wanted to get some rest for myself. So all I was really doing is going to work, playing the 2K demo at the time, and then 
going to the, the gym. That was literally it. Those three things. I wasn't doing anything else because I was so busy working. There was times I was working 15, 16 hour days. So I had to get some rest and I was eating like terrible. It's so hard to eat well when you're not home or you're not in an area that you're very familiar with uh, when you're out of town. And it was very difficult. But now that I've been back every to stream, it's been about a week or so since I've actually started streaming back on my consistent basis. And I sh shout out to the Emerald Gang. Shout out to everybody coming through. Um, and so we've played and streamed Gears of War 5, Gears 5. We beat that on stream, which is great. Um, I think that Gears 5 has been a great game campaign-wise. I've had a phenomenal time with it. I haven't really gotten any chance to play the multiplayer with it, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't think that it is a knock towards the multiplayer. Uh, multiplayer. Yeah, the multiplayer at all when it comes to Gears 5. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just think it came out around the wrong time because there's so many other things going that, that came out and that's coming out now that has my attention. And be completely honest with you, I mean, the grind is real when it comes to 2K. Uh, I'm working on another build. So NBA 2K20 has since then come out, which you guys are aware of. We've gone over the bugs. We've gone over the issues and everything that, you know, that I experienced so far at the beginning. They're still fixing some stuff now. They're still patching some stuff. Um, they've definitely killed difficult shots uh, for a lot of the shot creators or people in general that were able to make a fading uh shots they can't make them anymore it's terrible they've changed releases i won't say that they've changed jump shots because even michael wing or Bubla, uh how you want to however you would like to pronounce it uh uh mike wing put out there that um they actually um don't change jump shots but he never said anything about the releases so just read in between the lines with that being said i've been busy uh grinding on 2k so i haven't necessarily had the time to want to go into the gears uh multiplier not multiplier my multiplayer i haven't really wanted to play a multiplayer i mean that's just it is what it is now if the squad gets on then yeah of course yeah i'll get on sure you want guys want to go play some gears want to get online cool but i wasn't necessarily pressed to play the game i mean play multiplayer i wasn't and don't get me wrong i'm an og i'm an og when it comes to gears i've been playing gears since the beginning so and i follow the story i follow the lore i've even caught myself at times listening to different video and different perspective videos in regards to what people thought about the stories from gears uh from gears all the way to five like i've gone through and i've listened and watched cutscenes from the first gears all the way up until now so i'm definitely about the gears life it's just i haven't really felt necessarily pressed to re uh play multiplayer i haven't so and that's unfortunate too because i mean it looks amazing i put some screenshots on twitter but gears 5 has definitely one of the best looking games this year absolutely game looks phenomenal the colors they're so vibrant um it looks very well on pc it does when you're in a different sand dune area where there's a bunch of red sand and you're walking through the sands and you can see your footprints you can see the movement you can see the trail from you walking within the sa the sand it's so particular details that look great or when you first start off in the game when you're in this like laguna area where it's like a very vibrant color of blue for the water and you're in this jungle region like you re it really pops out the color really pops out and it looks well and i'm and i was actually really shocked i was like wow like this looks 
really good now and that was even me streaming with the medium settings now i currently have a i9 9900k uh cpu i have a 2080 uh graphics card 8 gigs of vram i have 16 gigs of ram um so and um so i have a pretty good um pretty good uh rig i'm able to run the game at ultra and even download the ultra hd textures but while i'm streaming i've streamed it at medium settings and even for my streams because i i actually capture it at 1920 by 1080p but then i downscale it for streaming wise to 720 60 and it still looks amazing at that point and and i looked at my streams because i like go over my streams to make sure that everything looks well um and it looks amazing so if you guys thought that that 720p looks good that 1080p looks even better i even played it on 4k on my 4k monitor while i'm not streaming and it looks great um the only thing that i would say when it comes to games like that and i think i spoke about it in the past because i upgraded my um because i originally had a 10 uh uh ti a 1080ti and i was able to run my games at uh 1080p 144 hertz uh refresh rate now that was on my two my uh two acer monitors my 4k monitor i may be running at 4k but my uh and only at 4k 60 and my, on my acer monitors i was able to run things 1920 1080p 144 when i upgraded the uh 2080 i actually had to uh sacrifice that 144 so until i get some new monitors because my monitors are just older and it has a different input uh and the graphics card that i currently have can't achieve that but even regardless 1080p 1440p 60 40 uh 4k 60 looked amazing and uh microsoft game studios and the coalition did it very well uh, as the, the graphical fidelity of gears 5 and if you haven't taken a look at the screenshots definitely take a look at it um i feel bad about the multiplayer because i haven't really played it like that but um there's a lot of other games to play just being completely honest and besides that i still need to start control I was on, I went on record and JG I'm sure he's gonna say so I mean he's already said something in the DMs but uh I was supposed to play control have not played it yet but I will be playing it shortly um I heard it's not that long of a game but still I need to stream it uh, I ran a poll on Twitter in regards to what game should I play because you know I I, I tried to engage my viewers I tried to engage the Emerald gang as much as I can no matter how small how big I'll be no matter what when it comes to streaming I'm definitely gonna you know if it's not it's not I'm not there because it's not where I am now because of just myself i'm there because of the game illuminati i'm there because of the friends and people that i've networked with throughout the gaming industry and i'm there for, I'm, I'm there because of you guys the listeners now i may not be at a high point where i really want to be but there's work that needs to be done and work that will be done but it's because of you guys so i made a poll on twitter and i said hey what game should i play put control i put borderlands 3 i put nba 2k20 or i, I put doesn't matter it was a close race between borderlands 3 and uh doesn't matter so ended up having to play borderlands 3 so i got on the epic store epic store launcher 
Oh, and don't get me wrong, we're gonna talk about the launcher stuff too, because I actually had to put my input about it um, going moving forward. But as of right now, um, you know, you, I got it on PC, so and I had the opportunity to um, play Borderlands 3 at E3 this year, which I did my impressions video over on the Game Illuminati channel, so GI update. So if you want to take a look at that, feel free to take a look at that over on the GI channel. Also, it's on the GameIlluminati.com website. So yeah, check it out. So. I was able to, I streamed it, and after adjusting the settings, because with any PC game, you just have to adjust the set settings when you're streaming. That's just, it's just how it is. That's just a standard. Now, it makes it easier when you're streaming things from console, of course, when it comes to like your PS4, your Xbox, your Switch, because you're using the Elgato internal card. So you don't necessarily have to adjust any settings to just be able to play. You literally just plug in, make sure your Elgato software is coming up on your computer, and it shows on your stream, on your stream, uh, OBS, your XSplit, or your OBS, uh, Streamlabs OBS, or your Twitch, um, uh, stream and or your mixer stream that's it you're good to go that's it but with pc games you always got to adjust the settings you, you just always do it's just get in the habit of doing it before you go on stream and test it before you actually are live so borderlands 3 i got about two and a half hours in about three hours in on the stream um it was really fun no i'm not using a controller i am currently using a keyboard and mouse um i got out of the habit of just playing things on a controller and what game really 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 helped that made me just feel so comfortable with keyboard and mouse to the point where it feels weird playing certain games at with a controller now um is the division two love uh, love division two love it Love the division too, and also, I'm not gonna lie, had a lot of motivation, and you know, JG was talking a lot of mess to me, but he definitely motivated me for sure, because he's like, man, you've been a console warrior for uh, a controller warrior for years. It's time you actually stop that. And you know, we had a rage wager going and everything, and so you know, the the, the slick talking and everything, it helped. It did. I won't even lie. So when playing on keyboard and mouse, and shout out to Logitech, they, you know, hooking your boy up. You know, I didn't mention this before, but uh, I'm working with uh, Logitech, so they've sent me out some keyboard. It sent me out the 915 keyboard. Oh man, it's been amazing playing on Borderlands 3. But talk about that a little bit later. Borderlands 3, two and a half hours in. Uh, shout out to the homie Sin. He's a part of the uh, GI community Discord. He's part of our you one of our Patreon su supporters. Pulled up, we played. Um, I actually started. I actually chose. Uh, Amara the siren. I thought that her moveset was really really cool So I was just like, you know what? I think that I want to and I think it felt like it would play to my playstyle. Like I could be very very aggressive Like there's this one special ability that she's able to have that's like a like a slam that she takes like her abil her abilities to be able to pretty much uh, summon like, eternal fist and it'll jump up in the air and then she'll smash her enemies Really dope. I, I love it so far. Um, so we played. We did a lot of side missions, and then we did some of the main missions. Now, my only issue with uh, Borderlands 3, because I didn't have any problems playing this at E3, the build I played at E3. Shout out to 2K, by the way, for that. And shout out to the squad. Um, I played it on controller, but this time around, I'm, I'm on PC. I'm on, I'm, I mean, I'm on uh, keyboard and mouse. My only issues are this game is actually really buggy. I'm, I'm actually really shocked. So, one bug in particular that I was talking, that I dealt with, was the fact that um, I could not reload my weapon. I literally could not reload my weapon at all. Even when the indicator down in the bottom right of the screen said that I had maybe maybe three in a clip or something, or I could have out of eight, uh, anything. I switched my weapons, nothing. I could not 
reload at all then another bug that happened to me my weapons disappeared so the um the indicator where you, you could be able to see where you're shooting and everything was still there but my actual physical weapon was not there at all i couldn't see it and also sincon couldn't see it when he was looking at my character so my weapon disappeared for quite a bit time and it was really weird like i had to go to the menu and get back out of the menu um and for the reloading issue i switched guns multiple times and then i had to i went and i actually went to the inventory switched the guns physically out out of the inventory and then switched them from me actually having them equipped to re-equipping them again and after doing that i was able to see them and then i had to flip between weapons to re to actually reload them so that was really weird another weird instance that um i've noticed that has been happening multiple times when i want to drop something it works but when you want to equip something within the inventory menu so the e button um when you try to so you select it and then you try to equip it and you hold the button down on the keyboard it does not work does not work at all and it's very annoying and i'm actually really shocked that as good as this game is why does it have so many bugs like there's there's no reason why i should have any bugs like this now of course this isn't anything game breaking and i haven't experienced it yet but i've only been i'm only three hours in gonna play it tomorrow for sure on stream uh tomorrow being um what is it uh september 28th god we're almost to october you guys wow years just going by so fast years are going by so fast but <laughs> that's enough about that we'll talk about that later so there's no game there's no game breaking bugs at this moment but i'm not gonna lie it's very frustrating when i'm playing the game and trying to be immersed in the world and then i'm dealing with issues for instance another bug that i, I had encountered in my two and a half hour three hour play playthrough of it on stream when i tried to fast travel on the map i select the waypoint and then i try to fast travel it does not let me do it from the keyboard to the mouse clicking all that i had to exit on the menu to go back and do this multiple times i mean we always have this saying in it when in doubt did you restart your computer that usually helps everything now how i apply this to the game did you restart uh and close out the map did you open it back up or close it out did you open it up close it out and that's what i had to do multiple times actually rather annoying so hopefully there's a bug in the future of being able to um uh, of being able to resolve those issues and um, I haven't got a chance to take a look at it see if there's any other issues uh, so far but those are what I've experienced but other than that I am enjoying my uh, playthrough so far Borderlands 3 and I will be uh, continuing to uh, make Amara OP I like the skill tree the fact that I'm able to go in and make everything up so far I've um, I had the corrosive damage on my special ability and um, I have upgraded my health all the way to the top tier um, and I've also upgraded and I'm currently upgrading my armor because um, I, I like the fact that I'm able to regenerate health and uh, Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. So I've been doing that So another game that I've been streaming is of course NBA 2k been playing NBA 2k 20 um, The grind is real. Um, I mean we've gone through a whole bunch of actual we've actually gone through a whole bunch of um, we've gone through a whole bunch of issues from lagging to jump shots to 
missing full white bars to negative VC to negative attribute points to your name not being shown in your uh, my player to your saves not saving correctly to VC glitches to badge glitches um, to the fact that big men can travel if they pump fake multiple times they legit travel or the fact that they can't you can't steal the ball from some from somebody um, to the uh, to the actual uh fade shots have um the fade shots aren't working like you can't make a faded shot like that anymore to the actual fact that there's a lot of the takeover badges that do not work up correctly like the spot up shooter it's actually terrible how do you miss how do you make a a get a takeover a wide open three full bar and miss it don't make any sense at all it it doesn't and uh i'm not gonna lie uh, it's actually kind of sad that there's so many people within the 2k community and a lot of people in general that really voice their opinion about their their games there are uh, there are some people in particular that have a very strong voice and that don't they don't necessarily sit down to the fact that you know 2k is a huge corporation you know not just because they're featured in these games or they have the opportunity but they truly speak their mind about the games people for instance uh the homie uh leader of the flock um uh shakedown brutal sims king dooms d-man um so so many people that i actually know and i talk to game with especially d-man dooms flock like they don't hold anything back and um i i T, uh, TBH isn't necessarily a two in within the 2K community, but he's also somebody with with a voice, and um, and I appreciate the fact that he has voiced his opinion about the game. Same with everybody else at GI. You know, we we voiced our opinions about everything, and then they seem to not care at times. And I think that the problem with the 2K community is now every voice voice should be heard. And it sounds terrible saying that. It doesn't even it doesn't even feel right saying it, but it must be said because I think they change the game sometimes so much to the point of they listen more to trolls and they listen more to people that don't actually know how to play the game. And it ends up breaking the game. It ends up making the game even worse. Now there's some things I think that they should change. Absolutely. I, I'm still upset at the fact that they've made quick draw a designated badge that you must have for anybody that would like to shoot. That is for anybody, no matter if you were somebody that just shot middies or somebody that shoots threes or someone that only shoots quarter threes and all of the above. The fact that they couldn't find out another way to be able to stop cheesy shots. So they said, okay, we're going to make you have to spend four badge progressive points to be able to get your quick fall, quick draw at Hall of Fame or three for gold. And instead of keeping it in the jump shot creator and maybe prohibiting certain speeds, for certain releases so i thought that was actually you know kind of lame and they have pretty much still have killed the small forward position and i think that's actually really unfortunate it has forced the homie flock to not get a small forward this year and he has to uh you know he got a great build at sg uh shooting guard but even then it's like how does it make any sense that you guys one of the most dominant players in the nba is a uh, multiple dominant players in the NBA are small forwards and y'all killed that build this year. Like nobody wants to be a small forward y'all no one whatsoever. And every role 
in basketball is very particular and very important. But there's dudes that will not get a, power, a small forward. They'll make a power forward and make them smaller because they have killed the small forward build. You can't, you can't make that position. You can't make that position at all because a lot of this stuff, you get penalized so heavily for it. It's ridiculous. And the meta, and I had to make one myself because we uh, GI needs a rebounder. Um, glass cleaning locks. Bruh. Y'all 7-3 centers, whoever, as a glass cleaning lock, you make him so burly. You make him so, now he look like he, he eats uh, weights for breakfast. That's the, that's the, um, that's the meta for rebounding. Now, some of y'all, a lot of y'all actually suck. And y'all just don't know how to rebound at all. And you think your badges is going to help you. And, uh, you, those, those people get exposed immediately. Um, even my power forward at 6'10", 250 pounds. Um, and I outboxing out 7-3 centers and I've seen TBH do it at a small NRX um, PG and he, he's really 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 like small if you see me on stream um, and he's out he's outboxing out these dudes but glass cleaning locks that's the seems to be the um, the matter this year and not one but two for rebounding it's it's pretty pretty bad y'all not not gonna lie but i'm not gonna go too much into more of a tangent with 2k just because i have so much to say for it all i would say is this that i think that some people don't need voices when it comes to the nba 2k community because i feel like you guys do more damage than good and also 2k has a huge track record of trying to attempt to fix something that wasn't broken and fix it and then they end up breaking the game even more and yeah so i'll leave it at that i'm sure i'll be talking more about 2k in the near future especially because they have another patch coming out where they will be changing the badge progression which i'm okay with that i'm okay with the badge progression i'm not necessarily okay with them changing stuff with the dribble moves i like how the dribble moves are now learn how to dribble i like the fact that they changed the system learn how to dribble you dribble guys shut up and actually practice your dribble you want to you want to you want to dribble the heck out of somebody then learn how to do it don't don't complain about that i'm okay with a skill gap in that sense i'm okay with the uh stamina i have no problem with that me of all people ace saying that you guys have watched me since 2k16 i love using a turbo button but i've been using it incorrectly it's not meant to always go to go to the court all the way up and down all the time yes it's a video game but it's still got to be some type of a realistic basketball uh um simulation use the use the sprint button when you need to get down the court and then let go like yeah i'm saying that if i'm saying that that should mean something yeah i know you'll say some flop chill out all right i got it you're right y'all got it <laughs> um so yeah no more about 2k so those are the games that I've been playing so far. I will be going over Control. I'll be playing some more Borderlands 3. There will be a lot of 2K20 in the future. So yeah, those are the games I'm currently playing right now. So uh, other than streaming that, make sure you follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash trade one Check me out over there. We, we try to hit goals. So appreciate that. Um, I will actually bring up more stuff about streaming in the next podcast because I've been asked like certain things. And I think I think it's I, I think it's fair uh, assessment and I think it's fair to discuss it on another podcast. So going into some of the gaming news that I mentioned this a little bit earlier uh, about um, about different launchers. Now, this is from the PC's perspective. I see a lot of these people on um, on Twitter, on uh, different forms of social media, 
and um, they complain, they complain, that they complain, they complain about launchers. Now, I will put it out there. I completely understand your perspective. You want a game launcher that you can be able to just hit the button, uh, open up the application, all of your games are there. Perfect. I completely understand that and I respect that. But to sit up there and say that you're not going to buy a particular game because it's not on its own, it's not because it's on its own launcher is completely ridiculous. You didn't want to buy the game in the first place, if that's the point. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if I couldn't get a certain game on Steam and I really want the game, oh, damn it, I'm buying the game. I'm going to get the game. That's not going to stop me. Now, of course, it does get it doesn't get annoying, but it does get like, OK, like, for instance, I have Origin on my my computer. I have Blizzard. I have Steam at GOG for The Witcher. Like I have those um, launchers. I have. Yeah, I have Epic. Like I have those game launchers on my computer. Now, do they take much of room in my PC? No, I have a, a, lot, of, a lot of space in my PC. That's why you have two and three different hard drives, you know, PC tip for you guys. If you guys get a PC, put get a solid state drive. You should get a solid state drive now more than ever because solid state drives are a little bit more cheaper now than they used to be in the past. Um, keep a solid state drive, one in particular for your OS. You guys, that's your operating system. Have that for your operating system. That's it. Don't put nothing else on there. And then download your games and all that on a secondary drive, secondary or third drive. So yeah, that's just a tip. But yeah. I have like about five or six launchers on my on my um, on my PC, and um, I don't care. That I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I wish I had one, but it doesn't bother me. If I want to buy a game, I'm gonna buy it. Case in case in point, stop stop bitching and stop complaining on Twitter about oh, I wish I could have this and why everything should just be one thing and what everything should just be one launcher. Uh, this developer is doing us wrong by just doing this or da 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 da. Look, if it's exclusive to that launcher, cool, whatever. As long as the company that has that launcher is not on something like some devious stuff where they're mistreating employees, they're calling their, their fans and their consumers out their name, no racial things are going on, uh, everything is good, nobody's being, the developers are not being mistreated, all of that, cool, no problem whatsoever. But... If you just complaining because you don't want to open up a different launcher, get your lazy ass up and shut up. Please, it's not that serious. Now, with that being said, Rockstar actually gets their own game launcher. I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not surprised. I mean, Rockstar having his own launcher, having his own streaming services. I, I'm not, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, so during the time when this happened, if you actually, um. If you actually uh, downloaded the launcher, they gave you a free um, copy of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, one of my top uh, games of all time, and one of my top uh, Grand Theft Autos compared to all of them of all time. Um, so, yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. I actually think that's pretty cool. And, you know, for those of y'all that complain about having different launchers on your PC, don't get it. Don't put it on your computer at all. You could just download the game. Well, actually, now I think you have to download it from the launcher. But originally, you can you didn't have to have a launcher to download uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. So I don't want to hear y'all complaining. I don't want to hear it. I, I really don't. It's not that serious, like at all. Um, in other game news, uh, there's just been some more footage 
Um, they actually showed some footage of uh, Vegeta for uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, another game by uh, Bandai Namco, another game that I had the opportunity to play over at E3 and in their Bandai Namco booth. Um, I mean, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, it's still one of those games where it goes over all the stories that we've been familiar with for over 30 plus years. I believe it's been 30 years uh, since it originally came out. If it's, I'm not off a few years, I apologize. But yeah, it's the same thing. It's not necessarily, I'm not necessarily seeing uh, a lot that makes me like, man, I got to get this game. Uh, I, I, I don't like they need to incorporate Dragon Ball Super stuff. That's what they need to do. I, in my opinion, or they need to go on a whole new tangent, take the characters from Dragon Ball, put them in a new universe, a new scenario and make a new story completely like a new one completely and i wouldn't have no problem with that i i think that would actually be pretty cool but right now um it shows some cool features you can see it on the actual website if you want to at gameilluminati.com um it can it can show it, it shows vegeta some more footage on him um the game is supposed to drop around january 2020 i'm not necessarily excited for it i'm not pressed to go out and buy it it's another Dragon Ball game. Yes, I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan. Yes, I'm an anime noob. Uh, but I I don't really see much exciting for it. Like I said, when I played it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Or, hey, Goku can go fishing, fishing with his tail. Okay. Or, hey, I can fly around and go visit and talk to different people within the area. Um, you couldn't leave the planet. You could only talk around to people different in the area, which has already been done before. So, yeah. So, I'm curious. Um... I'm actually curious uh, to see what direction they're gonna go in after the you know the typical cell the the Saiyan saga, uh, the Frieza saga, the Boo saga, um, the uh, I already said the Cell saga, and uh, I'm curious to see if they implement something from Super. I mean that would really be it to be honest with you. Um, let's talk about Fortnite. You know, that game that's been season 10. Last time we talked about Fortnite on the podcast, a lot of people had voiced their opinions about the the mechs. The mechs have actually been, like, really bad, I've heard. And I I dusted off my my digital Fortnite copy, and, you know, I um, I updated it, played with Siggy and, um, and Nomad, you know, the Fortnite boys. And it was cool, I guess. It was whatever, but... Uh, I have some news. Bots are going to be in Fortnite. Yeah, actual bots. They're implementing uh, next season that bots will be introduced into the game. I really don't know, like, why Epic is doing this. I don't know why they think that it would be okay to do this. I think I said I said this excuse me first and foremost that fortnite when it comes to collabing with different type of companies different type of you know themes a1 they do a very good uh, amazing job and a lot of other games especially for battle royale have tried to they've been influenced by fortnite for sure like 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 apex for for instance which we'll talk about next but i don't know if this is a, i don't think this is it like Yes, I think the bots will be good because it will help people that need help learning how to build um, to go against a bot because it's like, okay, you know, training. Nothing wrong with that. But 
they're going to the, the the purpose of it is just for players to get better so they'll increase the skills um uh, so pretty much as you progress as you get more skillful the bots are supposed to de decrease but don't worry if you don't want to be in that there is a certain playlist that you can go in where you won't have bots but i don't know if i'm okay with this i like they're literally putting bots in the game i just I don't know like I don't think that this is going to uh, I don't think that anybody's gonna be excited the fact that there's bots in the game what you kill some bots cool Ooh, like training wise yeah cool but I don't think it really has that I, I don't know I don't really know how I feel about this one let me know uh, you guys uh, those are that listen to me on anchor leave, leave uh, one of the voice messages if you think this is a good thing because I don't really think this is a good thing at all I'm gonna be completely honest with you um, and speaking of battle royales, Apex, that is correct, Apex Season 3. So, Apex will have its uh, Season 3. Um, it's going to start October 1st. They showed a new trailer of the upcoming hero, Crypto. Looks pretty cool. Um, apparently, there's also rumors of the cross-platform, uh, so between Xbox and uh ps4 and pc which would be cool because then that means you can play with your buddies um i'll talk about this too in the call of duty uh after this one actually that's all oh, man that's another game that i played but i never forgot to mention so um if you're interested in crypto and looking at season three and looking at the launch trailer for season three it's actually on the website go ahead and check take a look at it um hey and they're coming out with a new map finally i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at it i'm gonna boot it up just to see what that new map is looking like yeah, but that's cool though a new map it's called world's edge it's in um apparently a volcanic area so it's going to be it looks like it's gonna uh inc uh change the scenery up a little bit so but it still is gonna feel like apex i would think but that's season three it's gonna be here october 1st so uh check it out see what you guys think now i forgot to mention this in the games that i streamed um the squad and some of the members of the Game Illuminati community had the opportunity to participate in the Call of Duty Modern Warfare beta. This was the open beta. Some people participated in it and played it. Some people just didn't want to play it. But it's cross-platforms. I know I mentioned that for Apex Legends. But they're doing, the, they're doing the damn thing when it comes to Call of Duty. That's one thing in particular I am looking forward to so much. If you guys remember back in the day how toxic Call of Duty was, it is back, baby. More than ever. And I'm not even going to lie. The N-words are flying. The loose cigarettes are flying. Homosexuality comments are flying. And it's all hilarious to me. And you know why it's hilarious to me? Because it reminds me of a time in Xbox lobbies where it was getting toxic. And I mean very toxic. The toxicity levels and Call of Duty, even in the beta, is already overflowing. So you know when the real game comes out, oh, it's going to be toxic. There's going to be some toxic nights on stream um, with the GI crew and going against other people because you can, the open lobbies, oh, you can hear them. And there's a, there's a, there's a twist that I like. When you play on a PC and you use a controller, it shows. If you use a keyboard and you're on PC, it shows. If you're on Xbox, it shows. If you're on PS4, it shows. If you're on a Switch, let, let me stop. Um, but it shows if you're on console. The console wars are back. First of all, Xbox and Xbox and PlayStation going at it. Then you add PC to the mix. Oh my God, 
that's a formula for to uh, uh, a ridiculous amount of toxicity let's get it i'm all for it now the squad and i streamed that game um like a few days ago after adjusting the settings and going down it's one of those things just like you know when it comes to pc you got to do it especially when you're streaming when you're not streaming you can run everything on ultra and all that and you're good as long as you know your rig you know what your hardware is capable of you're good i just had to adjust it because i'm streaming that's all of us we just you just have to do it it just comes with streaming but oh after i got those settings right oh it was great but I will say, though, and I hope that they change this in a beta. First of all, that Ground War, that is Call of Duty X Battlefield, y'all. It really is. But you know what? Oh, I was toxic in it. Hopped on a t tank, had the homie, uh, the, the, the GI's resident shooter and big one of the biggest supporters, uh, Tony, pulled up. Had my shooter there. I was in the tank. Oh, we were wrecking people. Just destroying them. And ground war. My biggest issue with the beta, besides the fact that there are sweats in the beta. Yes. You're a sweat in the beta and the full games haven't come out? Are you kidding me? Wow. You'd be ashamed of yourself. You're probably covered with Doritos all over your t-shirt. And you are probably got a whole bunch of a uh, liter of Mountain Dew just sitting there. You try hard. God. Anyways. Excuse me. Um... I had a huge issue with ground war because you can only bring four people at a time so as much as we were playing with the gi community and uh, of course the squad what we had to do was we had to get groups of like three or four and then one group would open up would actually start the game the moment they say hey we're loading in we would join off of that person and that's how we were able to get in the game majority of the time we were able to get in we were on the same team so it was cool but sometimes we would get too late because of course you know depending on what server you're on how far you're away ip ping and all that um sometimes it took away from you actually loading in so uh I, so you would end up being on the opposite team and with that being said yeah that happened so they need to increase that if it's six if it's 32 versus 32 there's no reason why you couldn't be able to bring in a whole squad of, I would say, I'm not even gonna lie. So they do four, cause it's, um, so eight, 16, 24, 32. Yeah. So that's, that, that's what they do. But it's like, why not do it so you can bring at least eight people? Why not? Not everyone's gonna have a big squad. Just put your the eight or whatever number it is into a game that needs eight people. I don't get it. And they need to increase that number. They definitely need to increase that number because four is not enough at all. When you can go into a game with six people, at least do it to six, but I would prefer eight at least. But uh, yeah, that was Call of Duty. About to be toxic. You already know. Now, another uh, news that I kind of wanted to bring. Well, I, I'm just going to bring it up. It does, we don't. We, we're going to talk about it. So, the state of play for PlayStation. Nobody was looking for the state of play. I'm going to be completely honest with you. When it comes to these type of events, when it comes to, like, state of play, when it comes to events from Xbox, the only one, in my opinion, that's truly killing it is the Nintendo Direct when it comes to how they pro how they promote the next up-and-coming up games, how they present it, presentation, all that. I feel like, on a personal level, I feel like Nintendo is actually killing it. Not everybody can be the treehouse. Call it what you want. Make fun of Nintendo what you want. But they have a great formula when it comes to that. Uh, the state of play, nah. Lackluster. Stuff from Xbox usually is lackluster too. Nintendo has it, in my opinion. Then that's my only opinion. So, boom, the state of play. It happened. But nobody was looking for the state of play. Only reason why we were looking for it in 
in remotely to that is because it was told to us that we were going to see some more stuff for The Last of Us 2. That is correct. The second installment of The Last of Us 2. We were looking to see what happened. Was Joel dead? Was he alive? What was going on? What's up with Ellie? You know, of course, there was this huge controversy about kisses and everything like that. Yo, shut up. Shut the fuck up. God, it's a game. I don't care. I'm trying to get to that story. What's up with that campaign? So we finally see it. We get an extended trailer of The Last of Us 2. Yo, oh man, this is apparently going to be Naughty Dog's longest story. And I'm looking forward to it. I really am. And we got a date, you guys. We finally got a date. February 21st, 2020. A few days, seven days actually after Valentine's Day. So yeah, let's let's get it. Oh, absolutely. Look forward to it. Now. Naughty Dog, now there's now there's something that we have to talk about. And uh, a lot of people actually played The Last of Us for over six years. So when the first originally came out to coming out on the PS4, people have played both versions of it from PS3 to PS4. They have played the multiplayer. They've enjoyed the multiplayer. Definitely underrated. I definitely do think that The Last of Us uh, multiplayer was underrated for sure. So, originally, Naughty Dog said, hey, multiplayer will be coming back. But, they've actually reneged on that comment. And multiplayer is not in the game. And when I say that Twitter was on fire because of that official statement that came out people were pissed and you know what i don't blame them now look i think that that is a great thing that you guys are focusing on the single player and the campaign aspect of the game i i, I definitely respect it look you guys are naughty dog we know you're one of the top devel- developers but don't think that you guys can't do any wrong and i think that you guys made a huge issue and made a huge mistake not including multiplayer and the last of us 2 because you had a community that was still playing the online till this day y'all till this day still playing the multiplier multiplier multiplayer for the last of us to this day and then you guys decide to say well we're not gonna bring the last of us to uh multiplayer we're not at all like at all so people were pissed and they were rightfully so and there's some people that just want the game for single player only play campaign and that's fine i said that the last of us multiplayer was underrated because it wasn't talked about as much as it should have been i mean of course you had those diehard fans that loved it but everybody it always got overshadowed over the campaign over the campaign campaign looks amazing looking forward to the campaign but y'all naughty dog y'all were dead wrong about not bringing multiplayer to this game you guys should have you guys should have done it absolutely you guys definitely should have brought multiplayer to um um the last of us too and here's the statement and i'm going to you know they were under heat so they were under heat and i'm gonna i read it to a t um We wanted to address the multiplayer in The Last of Us Part 2, 
As we've stated, the single player campaign is far and away the most ambitious project Naughty Dog has ever undertaken. Likewise, as the development began on the evolution of our factions mode from The Last of Us Part 1, the vision of the team grew beyond an additional mode that could be included with our enormous single player campaign. Wanting to support both visions, we made the difficult choice that The Last of Us Part 2 would not include an online mode. However, you will eventually experience the fruit of our team's online ambitions, but not as a part of The Last of Us Part 2. When and where it will be realized is still to be determined, but rest assured, we are as big of fans of factions as the rest of our community and are excited to share more when it's ready. Naughty Dog. Um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that's BS. I think that they could have made a multiplayer. Absolutely. Now they're saying they're gonna be coming out with something different. That's not gonna be part of The Last of Us Part Two. What y'all gonna y'all gonna make a multiplayer game out of the like out of The Last of Us Part Two or The Last of Us um, Universe and and sell it as its separate game? I hope y'all don't do that. I hope that y'all include a, a free update to get it on The Last of Us Two. I really hope that y'all don't have a standalone. And if it's DLC, bro, y'all, yo. Twitter's gonna go in on y'all if y'all do that. I, that's all I gotta say. But yeah, Last of Us Part Two, man, no multiplayer. How do y'all feel about that? Let me know. Now, these two things in particular aren't gaming related, but I had to mention it because I'm huge fans of it. One, the Boondocks is finally getting revived, y'all. I am so excited about that. And Aaron McGruger is back. Thank God, because the fourth season was trash. First three season, classic. Classic. So, we have confirmation that we will be getting a Boondocks. It's going to be revived on HBO Max. So, I am looking very forward to this. So HBO is working with Aaron McGruger, um, who's gonna get all the the regular cast members like Jonathan Witherspoon. Um, I'm I'm sure that uh, Slink Johnson is going to be a part of it. He I believe Slink Johnson voiced uh, gang, uh, not against Delicious. Oh, he um I think he voiced the Thugnificent and another character. But they're bringing all of them back, and they're gonna be getting. 24 episodes y'all 24 episodes man it's going to be amazing now this is going to be on hbo max so hey i'm getting hbo max i know there's some stuff on there already but i'm getting it for boondocks oh my god boondocks i can't wait and i'm gonna be honest with y'all boondocks predicted a lot of stuff that is currently happening right now like this Popeye's chicken thing which I have yet to have a Popeye's chicken sandwich uh they predicted it they predicted this on a y'all remember the, the the chicken flu that episode when Riley and granddad were going to get the, the this new apparently this new recipe and then everybody started getting sick and then they did, um, and then, you know, they, they had everybody kind of get housed together because it was quarantine. This is when Barack Obama was president. He was saying, hey, <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I am good in my bunker. Um, the family's okay. 
but you guys will survive and stick together. All of that. Check it out. Funny episode. But uh, yeah, they predict they predicted this with this Popeye stuff because I'm talking about uh people are going and fighting each other over this chicken sandwich people are robbing each other over these chicken sandwiches it's ridiculous bro it's a chicken sandwich and to be completely honest with y'all y'all know that chick-fil-a got the best chicken sandwich out here stop it chick-fil-a winning 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 we good all right fall back oh by the way tangent kfc y'all are ridiculous Y'all ridiculous. And I know I'm going to tell y'all why y'all ridiculous. Uh, hold on. Donut chicken sandwich. That is correct, you guys. That is correct. I said it. A donut chicken sandwich. KFC has launched a... And this, and this is another thing that... The boondocks talked about the luther if you remember the episode from the itis when granddad made riley a a sandwich with bacon and onions and it was all between uh bacon onions they had the meat patty that was soaked it oh and then they had two donuts as the bread y'all two donuts KFC said, oh, well, Popeye's chicken has something popping. We need to get something. So they did it in, uh, they tested it in different areas. And it's a fried chicken donut sandwich. Now, look, here at the Game of Flex podcast, you know, I talk about healthy nutrition. If you eat that sandwich, it'll kill you. It may not do it, of course, right at that moment. But if y'all truly eat that sandwich, y'all gonna take some lies off here, off yourself. A donut sandwich with fried chicken should not be a thing. Now, of course, these people that are trying to get clicks, trying to get views, trying to get retweets, will go out there and get that sandwich and review it. I'm bowing out. Y'all got it. Boondocks predicted that, by the way. The Luther. Look it up. I believe it's the first season. Yeah, and it's titled The Itis. It's when Granddad goes into business uh, with Ed Wansler. And um, they get they take over a vegan spot. And yeah, take a look at it. Funny episode. But uh, yeah, Boondocks is back, baby. Let's get it. Another thing. And this just happened this morning, you guys. Now, I talked to you guys about my... I voiced my opinion on how I felt about Sony and Marvel uh, not letting Spider-Man be into this Marvel Cinematic Universe anymore because they came... They just had their differences. They didn't want Kevin Feige on it anymore. I'm just like, bro, y'all cannot leave us on a cliffhanger after what y'all did to us for with Spider-Man, with Mysterio and all that. Like, oh my God, like that, that Spider-Man... Uh, Far From Home was amazing. I love that movie. Still need to do a review on the GI channel. Uh, so a lot of people, everybody go tweet out uh, JG and uh, TBH for that. Um, yeah, still need to do a review on that. But love the movie. Love it. I was hurt when I find out that Tom Holland wouldn't be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Especially because they lift us on a cliffhanger after the end of Homecoming. It's currently out now, so I can uh, so I can talk about it spoiler alert if you guys don't want to talk about it i uh, don't want to hear it spoiler alert so at the end 
when they they reveal a spider-man's identity they leave us it's been revealed they leave us with a cliffhanger like oh my god what's gonna happen and this stuff goes down that you know sony's not budging they want more all of this all this stuff like that between marvel it fell through spider-man was gonna be there everybody was upset i was pissed too now today spider-man is back y'all spider-man is going to be back in the marvel cinematic universe everybody just get excited because i am super hyped because that means they're he's slated to be back for at least two more so that i know we're gonna get that th um we're gonna get another spider-man gonna talk about the events of what happened at the end of far from home and then most likely what's gonna end up happening spider-man is gonna be introduced in some type of avenger type movie afterwards some type of joint movie i would think so thank the gods because i'm happy about that just throwing that out there y'all i i had to throw that out there i know that's not necessarily gaming related i mean technically it is because i know they're gonna come out with another spider-man game now they can include him within the universe thank god shout out to tom holland shout out to zendaya shout out to that entire cast uh yeah uh spider-man's back baby all right switching it over this week mm, crossfit kicked my ass y'all it did it did a lot and um since i've been gone for so long haven't really had the opportunity to do any type of crossfit because what equipment am i going to use when i'm in a hotel but with that being said uh yeah it's been bad it's been good to come back at crossfit but there was a, a one workout in particular that i wanted to talk about i talked about it on my twitter i also put it on the uh ig story so make sure you follow me there ace of all trades on ig Ace of all, uh, Ace of all underscore trades on Twitter. It's called the Bear Complex. Now, a lot of the fitness that I do at CrossFit is it, it's is in trying to induce. No, sorry, I'm using it in particular uh, incorrect word. Um, CrossFit is meant to strengthen your core strength while you're low on endurance. It's trying to put you at a point of where you're so tired but because your core strength is so strong you're able to get through to that workout and you're able to enhance your conditioning when you're at a weak state per se so cardio heavy very cardio heavy a lot of constant moving gotta be you will sweat you will be drenched afterwards you will push yourself to new heights you will want to quit. You will want to feel like you got to give up on yourself. But find something in particular that helps to motivate you to be able to continue these workouts. Because I do find myself all the time feeling like I just want to stop. But the reason that I don't, because, you know, I've been dealing with some stuff, internal stuff with myself when it comes to my personal health. And I said, as long as there's breath in my body. I am going to continue to push myself to the limits. Of course, if you need to take a break, take a break. But finish is what I'm saying. You can finish your workout, all of that. You know, I try to push myself to where I know that I am going to be okay and I'm going to harm myself. If you feel like you can't do it anymore, slow it down. Just that's it. Just slow it down. But I find motivation in, you know, saying that I'm going as long as there's breath in my body, I'm going to continue to work hard and do what I can. But I also look at it as, and you guys may call this silly, but this is, I've always tried to use this as motivation when it comes to working out. 
I don't want to fail my family. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to fail them. I, I work out to be in better health for my family. I work out to be in better health for myself. I I work out to be in better health for my loved ones. I work out to be in better health because of my goals. And I feel like if I don't push myself, I feel like I quit on myself. I'm not achieving these goals, and I'm letting my family down. I'm letting my loved ones down. So that's what motivates me. Just a side note. So the bear complex. You know, we always start at a CrossFit. We always start at a. We always get some type of auxiliary work in. Do some do some laps. Get some cardio in. Get the blood flowing. Do some stretching. Um, do some box jumps. Something along those lines. Do a lot of stuff with the piece. Uh, we do like we get like PVC pipes. And um, we use those to be able to stretch uh, our our bodies because th- those those help out a lot. Like the PVC, the, the yeah, I keep saying the PVC, yeah, PVC pipes. Uh, so our PVC pipes, sorry. So P, uh, they they do like a, a long pipe, a PVC pipe, where you can be able to use to be able to stretch out your arms. There's so many workouts that you do with some PVC pipes, but you know, one in particular that we always do is we take the, the uh, PVC pipe and we have it. So we have like a wide grip, like if we were going to do some type of power clean, but at a wider grip, and we put the PVC pipe where you put it behind your head. It opens up your chest. It opens up everything. Even as I'm doing the motion uh, recording, I can feel a stretch. But it's a good way to stretch out your arms stretch out your chest stretch out your back and open you up so we always start off with like stuff like that but um for the first part of this workout in particular we have it had it um the other day it was actually the 25th so a couple of days ago at time of recording um the name of the workout was breaking glass but the part of the, the first half of the workout after we did like our stuff with the PV, pvc pipe and the foam roller which yo i swear by the foam roller feels terrible but you feel great afterwards the foam whirler gives you the ability to be able to loosen up some of those muscles that are really really tight in your body definitely invest in a foam roller so it's called breaking glass so we did a lot of um we actually did some bear crawls too and those of you guys that played football y'all know the y'all know the struggle of bear crawls y'all know what it's like to do have to bear crawl 100 yards and then bear crawl 100 yards back with football pads on with shoulder pads helmet pants all of that y'all know how it is so we had to do those so the bear complex um is a set of five workouts in one so what is the bear complex well let me explain to you guys what the bear complex was uh is for and this is the first half of the workout after the auxiliary stuff of course because these workouts typically last between 45 minutes to an hour of course depending on time sometimes it could be about 35 to 45 minutes but most of the time it's 45 minutes to an hour so the bear complex for 15 minutes for every minute you had to do a power clean a front squat a push press a back squat a one back and one back rack push press so for it to be a complete set you would need to do all five of those workouts in one minute which it isn't hard to do you're and this is a build-up uh workout so you start with a relatively low weight you do not start heavy on this because if you start heavy on this you are going to kill yourself because you have to do this 15 times that's five motions five different workouts well not five different work yeah well actually yeah because those could be you could do workouts five of those so you have to do five of those every minute on the minute for 15 minutes so that's fifth overall you'll end up doing 15 power cleans 
15 front squats, 15 push press, 15 back squats, 15 back rack push press. So pretty much you're going to be doing that um, the entire time. And to be honest with you, it should only take you about 15 to about 25 seconds tops to be able to do all that motion because you're doing it. You have to and remember you have to do this in separate motion, but this is part of a workout. So that's the bear complex. So for every minute for 15 minutes. So after that, after that's completed, what we did was um, after that we did for 12 minutes as many reps as possible or you'll see me sometimes put on Twitter or on IG AMRAP it just stands for as many reps as possible um, you had a choice of what you wanted to do I went to the fitness side of it because they give you kind of like health fitness and complete health workout was as many reps as possible for 12 minutes 15 calories bikes 10 lying ring rows 15 double kettlebell push press for me i chose fitness so mine was for 12 minutes uh as many reps as possible 15 minutes uh 15 calories on a bike then eight strict pull-ups then 15 uh push press now these push press with with moderate weight push press is one of the workouts we did in the bear complex so you again i stress that you wanted to, you put one of you to put these weights on you don't want to put too much look we get it my guy we get it my women out there you're strong okay that's great they don't care about that at, at, at crossfit they want you to be able to do a weight that you can do it unbroken so if you're putting this heavy weight on they're expecting you to be able to do 15 push preps uh push uh press unbroken if you can do it unbroken at a heavy weight shout out to you i can't do it so be smart on when you're doing this one thing for me and i talk about this to you guys a lot when it comes to crossfit in particular i don't care what your athletic ability is i definitely don't think that crossfit's for everybody and i'm just being completely honest but no matter your your fitness ability your fitness level one thing that you have to learn in particular and something that i'm continuing to learn <coughs> sorry <coughs> excuse me is your pace pacing 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 is very important for instance going back to the bear complex if i paced myself where i'm zooming past everything then i'm killing myself before i get to the bulk end of the workout mind you this first fit every minute for 15 minutes that's not my only part of my workout I also have those 12 minutes any reps as possible in that workout. So, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I apologize for that. It's very important that you learn your pacing. Now, of course, you're going to have some trial and error. Sometimes you're going to be like, oh, man, I feel great. I'm just killing it. I'm killing it. Going through reps. Rep one, rep two, rep three, rep four, rep five, rep six, and seven. You seem good. Then you get like 12, 13, like, man, whoa. And then you still got another whole workout afterwards. One of the things that they stress a lot at CrossFit, <clears throat> and they use the terminology, you don't want to redline. And that, what does that mean? You pretty much don't want to be dead at the end of the workout. Like, you don't want to be dead before you finish the workout. If you have to, if you got to lay down all that afterwards, okay, that's one thing. But they're saying 
They don't want you to push yourself to a point of where you're going 100%. Look, I know, and this is with anything with fitness or just anything in general, but fitness in this particular uh, context, you know, 110%. We want you to go 110%. We want you to go 100%. We want you to go out there and bust your behind and go. Yeah, absolutely. Bust your behind and go. Give it 110%. But... In CrossFit and pacing in general, when you're learning pacing, you can give it your all in the sense of you can make sure that you're doing the workouts correctly. Make sure that your form is is correct. Making sure that you are getting each one of your reps correct. But don't give 110%. Put the pace about 70%, 65, 70%. Because that will reserve some of your energy towards the end. Because the, the you do more harm to yourself when you go all out the first two sets and then you can't even finish the third, fourth, fifth set or however long. So you got to learn about your conditioning. You need to learn how well your body is conditioned, how your muscles are conditioning, conditioned, uh, how well you breathe. All of that plays a role. If you get to a point of where you feel that you are pushing yourself where you're dead at dead before you finish the set, you need to take a step back, swallow your pride, and say, okay, I'm going to go a little bit slower. I'm going to go a little bit less in weight to get better with my form and get better with my conditioning. Doing that is going to help you guys out a lot. Trust me. I promise you guys, you guys will definitely see the difference pacing is very important you guys and that's just it's just huge but i'm gonna go ahead and wrap up this podcast this has been another episode i believe it's episode 19 for game of flex podcast time this recording you guys will be seeing another fitness workout video on my ig on saturday you guys know how i like to do i like to do at least one fitness workout video at least on the on the main uh, part of my page on ig so check that out i really do appreciate everybody for coming through I, oh man shout out to everybody who continues to support the podcast i really enjoy it it's very therapeutic for me uh you know tvh talks about this all the time about uh he's you know he always jokes with me he says like you love to hear yourself talk but it's not about hearing myself talk i truly do appreciate i like doing stuff like this because i'm talking about two of my passions stuff that i've been doing since i was a child no matter what goes on with me personally i truly feel myself as not just ace as frank i feel i'm myself when i am gaming when i am working out of course when i'm with my family stuff like that but that goes without saying my family and my loved ones but when i am working out and i am gaming i feel my most i i feel who i am as a person no matter what i'm going through physically mentally emotionally i feel my as myself when i'm doing these things so this is actually very therapeutic to me because i love talking about fitness and working out and different stuff around the nutrient side that i'm getting better at the nutrient side for sure um but i love talking about games and i like talking about fitness so this platform and being able to put my put my thoughts out and just having you guys listen it's a great thing and it, it does a lot for me too and I appreciate those that listen and I appreciate those that rock with it. I know I am. Um, I ask all the time on Twitter and maybe it's just the time. Maybe people, some people just don't care. And that's fine. Uh, I always ask because I want to get you guys input of what 
stuff you guys want to hear me talk about. To be honest with y'all, majority of you guys never say anything. But of course I'm going to find topics. I am because I'm passionate about it. Stuff like that, if I had if I was more if I was emotional, if I was weak-minded, I would um it would bother me. But it doesn't bother me. Y'all see I had to- topics. Hell yeah, I could talk. If I'm talking about something I know, and I'm talking about something I'm passionate about, I get to go for hours. Talk to you guys for hours about football. I can talk to you guys for hours about games. I can talk to you guys for hours about Sonic. I can talk to you guys about Sonic, uh, hours about Mega Man. Shut up, y'all. <laughs> y'all, I'm just saying. But, you know, I ask you guys because I care. And I ask because I want to hear my guy, the, my people who actually support. Like, if they want to hear a particular topic, of course, I want to talk about it. Usually, I let me know. So, I'm going to continue to tweet it out. If you guys don't answer, so what? I'll find my own topics. But um, I really do appreciate those that rock with me. Thank you so much. This has been another episode of the Game Reflex Podcast, a podcast where you can be able to enjoy your favorite video games, but also making sure to take your health and fitness as a priority. I really do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for the continued support. Be sure to rate it on your favorite podcast platform. This has been Ace of All Trades. And remember, uh, work hard so you can play harder. And uh, um, You guys stay blessed, and you guys have a good rest of your day. Uh, peace.